0: Welcome to episode 72 of the Atalan Rising podcast, where myself and Lynn will be discussing the great introduction to season seven of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're going to be reviewing episode one, The New Deal. Uh, How are you, Lynn?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I am good. Um, I'm going to fully admit, and I'm going to make this statement right now. This is the first episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I've watched since uh, the middle of season four, I want to say. You are Um, two and a half seasons
1: behind, Adam.
0: I am so behind. So, I, I, I feel. I feel like, as almost like an objective outsider, I can comment quite nicely on this one. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, how, how did you? How did you find it? Brief brief synopsis before we get into the review.
1: Oh, uh, brief synopsis of episode one or everything you've missed up to date, Adam.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't really want to go too far into that because I just feel like there's going to be a lot of teasing and a lot of... Uh, a lot of. Uh...
1: Yes, there is. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to say it was a really good episode from the bat. Um, a couple of little things irked me a little bit, but um, yeah. Okay,
1: so this episode, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are have gone to the past to stop the Chronicoms from... Doing whatever it is they're supposed to do, to stop Shield from being created, because what they want to do is turn Earth into Chronica Three, and Shield standing in their way. So they're back in New York in nineteen thirty-one,
0: which is an excellent, excellent time. They looked great.
1: <laughs> the the costumes were fantastic. Yes,
0: yes, they did. <laughs> like the suits were top-notch. The the entire, uh, the entire dresses. Set was really good. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, they had all the all the the cool cars. They held all the the streets were really done well. The entire sets were done really well. Yeah, it was it was so good to see. I enjoyed that.
1: Uh, I did like the title card. Looks like the an old noir movie. The new deal. Yes.
0: Yeah, I I I enjoyed that. It wasn't this the, the you know, what I'm familiar with from uh back in season 4. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was a nice, yeah, nice, uh, nice 1930s style uh, title card. That was really good. Um, every everything and, about this episode, I thought, was really good. Yeah. So you
1: were. This was your first introduction to the Chronicoms.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, catch me up. I mean, what are they? Who are and, they? Where are they from? Yeah. They they're
1: they're kind of they're from Chronica. Uh, <laughs> Chronica Two was destroyed by the Shrike, who you missed in season six, and yep. now they want to make Earth Chronica Three. And they're kind of like the Watchers. They're the TV version of Watchers. And, and as far as Enoch, I'm,
0: as far as I'm sorry, I say, as far as I'm aware, these were created for the show, right?
1: Yes, and uh, I you know I kind of felt the opening bit with them stealing the faces. It was very Doctor Who to me.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that, that was That's, like something st- straight out of a Doctor Who episode.
0: Literally, because I I am um I'm actually currently rewatching Doctor Who. Uh, from 2005 up to current and uh, it's an episode from series two from 2006 i can't remember what it's called but it's uh it's basically uh yeah this guy sells tvs that takes people's face uh it's and the the alien is called the wire um so yeah i completely agree it's just like something straight out of doctor who
1: and then let's see we have colson's lmd now last season in if you've looked up anything, you might think Coulson was in it, but that was really Sarge. So he he looked like Coulson, but he wasn't Coulson. Now Coulson's back as an LMD, who's not really Coulson. He's he's kind of turned into the Jean Grey of you know, the MCU. We just can't let the guy die.
0: So we were just talking. We were just talking beforehand, and I was like, we just need to give him a red wig, and then and then you know a nice nice red and gold suit, and then he'll be he'll be the full Jean Grey.
1: He he did adjust pretty fast though to being an LMD. Yeah.
0: With, um, with
1: Chronocom technology, so he's definitely a fancier LMD.
0: Yeah. It's a shame he hasn't
1: met uh Enoch yet as an LMD.
0: So this this is an interesting point because it kind of goes through the whole you know, the whole sentient thing, am I that person? Am I not that person? Because obviously he's basically, mm-hmm. you know, a download of all Coulson's memories and thoughts and and everything up to uh, I think two years prior to this episode. Yep. And then obviously um, uh, Simmons then uh, you know gives her it gives him more information on everything that's happened since then. And it is kind of that question of is he real? Is he not real? I I, I like that kind of AI sentient thing. Um. As a as a Which big fan the- of like Isaac Asimov. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is. Almost the same discussion we were having with House of X, Powers of Ten, with if you're reborn and your memories are downloaded into a new body from a computer, is it still you?
0: Yeah, uh, and again, it's kind of you, you. You do question whether you are the same person, and also, you know, if uh, I think in, in Powers of X, House of, you know, Powers of Ten, House of X. You almost get the point of, you know, if the guy's been gone for two years or if they've got the most recent backup is two years old or something, you know, if they're mm-hmm. off world or whatever, then um, are they really the same person that they were two years ago? Mm-hmm. So, and that's always, I, I think that's something really good to explore. And I, I feel like they could almost explore it with Colson. You know, he could kind of become a completely different person to what he was originally. I think they did that with Sarge though, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So they might have already done it before, but um, I I do like that concept. I do like that idea.
1: But the LMD does have all of Coulson's history nerd fanboy geek outs. Yes. Yes, he does. And oh oh my God, if he gets to meet a Rogers relative, I don't know if that's allowed with the separation of the movies from the TV show, but can you imagine him meeting
0: a Rogers? The fact that he, uh, the fact that he freaked out so much with uh, with FDR, I mean oh that in gosh. itself was was so good to watch. I, I mean when they were going down the corridor and you know because because spoiler alert, I mean this is going to be a spoilery yeah. sort of episode, but obviously they were kind of trying to have to trying to protect FDR and make sure he got to wherever he was going, and um, you know he goes down the street and he's like, oh, it's FDR. You just see like the nerd yeah. in him, just like ah. <laughs> But also ah. the fact that they were the, the fact they were all kind of. I mean, him and Mac were both kind of like it. Um, yes, you know because FDR did an awful lot of good for uh, the USA, um, which you know I think so, you've got the details on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, my English friend, did, do you know what the New Deal was?
0: Um, unfortunately, they don't actually teach us a huge deal of American politics in school. Um, or american history in school so um i will i will i will happily be explained to
1: okay there's just a couple it's gonna be a little history lesson in the middle of a agents of shield episode but the new deal was a bunch of programs and reforms that helped the country that helped the, the u.s recover from the great depression yeah. And there's there's a lot of FDR fanboying in this episode, but, you know, he didn't do it alone. Uh, one of FDR's strengths was actually surrounding himself with experts and listening to what they told him. It, they were called the Brain Trust.
0: That, that is such a cool name. That is like the coolest name <laughs> uh, for any group of people. The Brain Trust, it just sounds great. I mean, yeah. Who doesn't want to be surrounded by the Brain Trust?
1: So, uh, the, the New Deal was, you know, there are there three things in it relief for the unemployed, recovery of the economy, and reform of the financial system. And one of the chief architects of the New Deal was Frances Perkins. And she was the U.S. Secretary of Labor, the very first woman to be on any president's cabinet. And what did we get? We got unemployment benefits, 40 hours a week for a work week is the standard. The end of child labor, overtime laws, minimum wage. She was fantastic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I feel like uh, you know the 1930s for, for the majority of countries, because obviously coming out of coming out of World War One in the you know the late teens, early you know early twenties, the Great Depression, which was which was global. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it almost kind of. And I don't want to get too political or anything, but it almost kind of goes. Is it's is par- starting to be paralleled a little bit even now. Um but yeah, because obviously with COVID nineteen and and that kind of stuff. But you know.
1: Oh that e- a little it's bit. Not par- oh my God. It's we're not- we're uh we're approaching very, very quickly.
0: Yes. And it's gonna, you know, it's gonna get to a point where is this kind of thing needed again? We we don't know. I mean mm-hmm. but uh that's kinda where the parallels sit. But Yeah, Yeah,
1: and uh, let's see, Mac brought up the FEPC.
0: So what was the the FEPC?
1: The FEPC was the Fair Employment Practice Committee, which was signed into existence in 1941 by FDR. But it was also the result of a lot of lobbying and agitation by the civil rights activist Asa Philip Randolph. And he was actually the, uh, started the first predominantly black labor union. The Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters, and he was the head of the March on Washington in nineteen sixty-three. Wow! He also pushed for so the it... end of segregation in the armed forces.
0: Can I? Can I just say that is the uh, like a, one of the greatest names for a union? Um, <laughs> it just sounds really. It sounds so unassuming, but um, I could imagine it was kind of a an incredible step in that you know in that day and age.
1: But I'm not going to bore you with the rest of all the New Deal stuff, but that's a, a good start. If you actually want to watch a documentary about Francis Perkins, there was one that came out this year. It's called Summoned and you can watch it online for free at kcet.org. You just search for Summoned, it'll come right up. Or you can pay Amazon five ninety nine to watch it and support somebody who exploits labor.
0: Irony. Um, yeah. No, but, but but genuinely, I think uh, that as that is, FDR sounds like incredibly uh, interesting. All the you know, mm-hmm. FDR and the Brain Trust and everybody around him sound like an incredible, incredibly interesting group of people. So, other and, than watching yes, Agents of the Shield, I'm also gonna try and read some books on him as well. I think.
1: Yeah, and FDR did have polio as a child, which is why he needed the wheelchair. But he did, yeah. do his best to be seen standing and walking. So that he wasn't seen as weak, which is a shame. You know what?
0: And I, 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 that just makes me respect him even more. Like as a person, the fact that he didn't want to seem weak, but he would still—I mean, at least in this episode, he still took somebody kind of holding him. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think he he kind of said to you know Coulson in that episode, he said, "Oh yeah, could you just help me, son?" And um, mm-hmm. I think they kind of said, "We'll keep it our little secret." Our little secret. Mm-hmm. And uh, wink. You know. Yeah, <laughs> which was, uh, you know, genuinely it, really good, really good kind of to and fro between the two, and the fact that Corson was such a big fan. Um,
1: Speaking of the scene in the speakeasy, there's a cute little Easter egg. If you look at the the drum on the band, it's the Zuckerman brothers, and Nora Zuckerman is a writer on Agents of Shield.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Isn't it. That's... <laughs> yeah yeah that's kind of cool i like that that's um I like i need nice to look that touch, up i, I bet think.
1: that means something she's a writer
0: but I, again this this kind of the, the the in the speakeasy bit that was again it was so 1930s it was so well done yeah it, yeah music was well done it's just it was brilliant it was really fun to watch
1: so let's see what else are you not caught up on being two and a half seasons <laughs> behind <laughs> um, what
0: else am i not caught up on um basically Deke. yeah everything that's happened to from my understanding of Deke, he he was a part of the Cree for some reason. So he was with the Cree for a long time. Um and even apparently the Cree let him make some alcohol. <laughs> because obviously he couldn't get alcohol <laughs> even in the Pro- Cree, prohibition era. Not-
1: <laughs> even the Cree wouldn't stoop to taking away alcohol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean who would do that, guys? Who would do that? Um he seems like a cool character. Now again, coming from somebody who hasn't watched the show in two and a half seasons, um, yeah, he was a cool character. I quite liked him. Um Okay. Um, do you want me like to spoil the...
1: who he is, seeing as how you haven't watched the yes.
0: episodes? Yes, he's Fitzsimmons' me. grandchild. Okay. That's interesting. Yes, that's why he
1: <laughs> you asked where Bobo is. Bobo is Bobo is uh is Fitz.
0: Uh it makes sense now because obviously Fitz <laughs> is somewhere where the Chroma- chronicons uh they don't want to get you know uh, I know Simmons mentions that she doesn't want the Chroma- the chronicons to get Fitz. Um so I can only assume he's somewhere else in time.
1: Yes. Um, uh, we don't know where where he is but again once again Fitzsimmons is separated.
0: <sighs> yeah, that's that's uh it's getting old. still there. <laughs> It, it, to me, can I be really honest with you? It got old in season two. Um, when they, you know, when obviously when Simmons was on the alien planet and, and Fitz was not. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just remember it being, for fuck's sake, please get on and just get, put them back together. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. It's, it, their their entire story is just them being taken apart, put back together, taken apart. It's like, it's like bloody Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. So, <laughs> So Deke is Deke is their grandchild. Cause I, so please spoil something else for me. Why was he with the Cree?
1: Oh, because he's from a future dystopia where the Cree have taken over.
0: <laughs> wow. I need to catch up. I'm gonna go watch the yes! every single episode. That was now. a great I, season. So, I can't believe I'm so far <laughs> behind. So far <laughs> behind. Um but yeah, no, Deke, Deke sounded he was a really cool character in that. I think I feel like he's like one of those um bit of a uh what's the word? Yeah, a bit of a young gun sort of thing. Um it's it's like mm-hmm. they don't have quite a huge amount of trust in him yet. Um but he's kind of he just wants to earn their trust and that sort of stuff. I don't know if that's the case, I assume so, but
1: well I'm not gonna ruin even more stuff for you, but yeah, there's there's also some <laughs> cameos you might be you know, some character appearances in seasons five and six that you'll recognize from the comic books.
0: Okay. That's that's teasing a lot. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna go back and watch now. Um, my my biggest problem is is that season six isn't on Blu-ray yet. So uh, I might have to Amazon video it uh, and pay that man to become a trillionaire. Yeah,
1: it's not on Disney. Uh, Exploit labor.
0: It? No, no. Uh, it looks like it's just on Amazon that's- Prime at the moment, which is a bit sucks. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Come on.
0: So what else should we talk about this episode? I mean, I mean, it was it was quite a fun-filled, full-packed episode.
1: Yeah, let's see. We got uh, new arms for Yo-Yo. Yep. They actually look like real arms uh, instead of the big mechanical ones she had before.
0: Yeah, and they've kind of gone down the route of um, basically what they gave to Coulson, haven't they? Um, yep. Which I know Coulson basically wore a glove for like two seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least the two seasons I saw him with that glove. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened in the last two and a half seasons. <laughs> um but they kind well, of made him look yo-yo like Yo did get her
1: hand. you missed yo-yo getting her forearms cut off which ah, happens okay. much differently than it does in um secret
0: warriors okay yeah yeah uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna catch up on that one
1: let's see, i i did love deke and his just some era appropriate police work <laughs> don't mind me <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I I tell you what I, I really enjoyed is the fact that Deke was like he he'd printed off like five sheriff badges. Yeah, um, I I thought I figured that was so a really cheesy. nice touch. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like hey, I printed these off for of like, what they come in useful. It's like <laughs> they're like made, made what's out of play doh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's literally Canadian, like that pretty so pretty pretty. that's
1: that that's a great cover.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they were mounties as well. Oh, that was yes. that was. uh that was hilarious. Explains everything. And then, but again again, not only not only did sort of they touch upon um a few of the slightly more troublesome parts of nineteen thirties, but they also touched upon uh like the you know, the way they treated women as well. Um uh, with Daisy. Yep. And that was that again, probably wasn't as in depth as they would normally or not normally or as what actually happened in reality. But uh they did kind of touch upon it and and you know daisy putting that guy in his place was mm-hmm. fantastic
1: yep although i did have a problem with the fight scenes that that was my one complaint about this episode so what 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 about the fight Quake scenes did you not like doing so poorly against the Chronicoms.
0: yeah it's like yeah, come on they... there's
1: nobody in the room just shatter him
0: well yeah that's the thing i mean she used her powers what once in this episode
1: like t- twice maybe
0: why not just use them all the time and take them out incredibly quickly? Yeah, but then again, I suppose the argument could be kind of made that she was in a building. But again,
1: yeah, pff,
0: yeah. I I mean, I I didn't mind the I didn't mind the 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 I didn't mind the um, the fight scene so much. But I think uh, I think yeah, you're right. I was always wanting her to use her powers to beat him up.
1: Of course, they they did need an opportunity for the Coulson LMD to show her how, how strong he is.
0: <laughs> yeah and that pot on the pan that was the that was yeah. the show of strength that was um, <laughs> he literally punched the pan and his fist pinprint was stuck yeah. in it I and mean, that was that was perfect um, I think C- Coulson is always like he's probably my favorite character of that series because obviously he came from the movies in the series uh, I think he's always been like the constant part other than maybe last season but he's yeah he's he's a great character
1: and Arcanig. <laughs> there's always a Koenig
0: prohibition era Koenig
1: <laughs> prohibition Koenig <laughs>
0: um yeah Pat yeah, and
1: is a treasure
0: that was a nice touch um and I think the th- fact that they got Pat and Oswald to do come back and, and to play yet another Koenig uh was just the, yeah. you know the most perfect thing uh, <laughs> and the fact that he ran the bar as well it was <laughs> it was just it was just it felt like, it felt like that's, that's the, the Koenig brothers origin story right there. And the fact that he was so, is much more like a, like a Godfather type character, you know, he ran the bar, he helped, you know, he supposedly helped people out in the most American way. Don't take offense at that. please. (laughs) Uh, But uh, it just, just fact that he kind of says, Oh yeah, I help them out. I give them a discount on when they sleep here. And it's, (laughs) oh, capitalism, wonderful, wonderful capitalism. Um, Yeah. Pat and uh, I hope he sticks Brilliant. around
1: so we can see the uh, the origin of the Koenig family.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so cool. Cool. Uh, it's, isn't in this season, aren't they meant to be crossing over with Agent Carter as well? I think so. Which I don't know if they're getting back. Uh, I mean, I assuming they'd be getting back Haley Atwell for it. But um, you can kind of see where they're going with it because obviously formation of the SSR and... Something else we'll come on to in a minute, but you know, you can kind of see roughly where they're headed.
1: Um oh my god, can you imagine how Colson's gonna freak when she shows up?
0: <laughs> oh, he's gonna get, you know <laughs> Do you know what the best thing is he could he could probably get more uh, baseball cards or the you know, the Captain America trading cards.
1: Oh, fresh ones.
0: Oh would Perfect that wouldn't condition. that be so cool? That would be amazing. Oh <laughs> well,
1: no, it's too early.
0: Oh, of course he's it is just yeah. a baby. Yeah, so yeah. there will be no, there can't be any agent Carter. This is too early. Well, I, I wonder if this is 1931. The, so this is 1931, and then S.S.L. was formed in 33. I want to say. Um, so yeah, I reckon I, I reckon that there must be something down the line where they have to go to. I think it's the early 50s, isn't it, when they actually form what becomes Shield? Yeah. Um, because then, because then that's when obviously Peggy Carter comes in. Uh, yeah, Peggy Carter comes into it. I was about to say Sharon Carter, but that's the wrong Carter. <laughs> I was questioning myself there. Um, that would be so cool, though. I mean, I, I need for that to happen. That is that is my only want for this series is for Coulson to get a fresh set of baseball cards.
1: Oh, they'll have to jump forward in time a little bit.
0: <laughs> so whilst we're on the subject of time travel. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. This is what irked me about this episode and it's the fact that the time travel tra- time travel concept in agents of shield does not match the time travel concept in um infinity uh, not infinity war in Endgame. yeah but then again then again they, i mean just thinking it. on it yeah they do they absolutely do but um you know it's just kind the of
1: bicker comes right out and he's like no no this this is the theory i'm going with it's time stream it's time stream for us <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. but I, what what i do like is the fact just that stop. The... it's
1: time stream <laughs>
0: <laughs> no no no. i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say i i, I do <laughs> kind of enjoy the fact that they have kind of gone set their separate ways um I, I do kind of like the fact that they split up the show from the mcu a little bit more than perhaps they had done in earlier seasons um although i think that kind of started in season four because you had the the ghost rider stuff and why the hell ghost rider wouldn't turn up in like you know, infinity war or end game or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, <laughs> but um, no, I, I, I genuinely and uh, genuinely like the fact that they can do their own thing. I mean, it's just the fact that end game, they go with the whole, um, the theory that if you go back in time, it doesn't change your future or it doesn't change your past because your past is your mm-hmm. past and it's always there. Um, but then again, end game didn't really follow that rule 100% all the way through the movie. So yeah, I think we're just being pedants here. This I'm one just is completely different. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's completely different. But it's a nice one because this is the more traditional thought, more on... like the
1: Back to the Future.
0: Yeah, therapy. yeah, which, which I will just which comment we were told is probably was
1: bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is also my favorite ser- like my favorite time travel movie series of all time. Um, you know, Back to the Future is is just a, a seriously good set of movies so and 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 that comes from a kid that grew up in the in the 2000s that still went back and watched a movie from nineteen eighty five um, but sorry that's my little that's my little rant for the episode so um so yeah, feel free to to move on to something a bit more <laughs> important
1: well, since we're still on the subject of time travel i I enjoy that we're doing sort of a reverse kill baby Hitler <laughs> yes. Where now yeah. we have to go back in time to save Hydra.
0: That reveal just made me laugh so much. Um, because, I mean, obviously Hydra's been such a big part of Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Since, since the beginning. So obviously you had Season 1, it was kind of a big focus. Season 3? Uh, was it Season 3? I can't remember. Uh, season 4, definitely, because you had um, uh, the framework. Uh, season 3, I think it was Hive. Um, which was like Hydra incarnate, <laughs> so um, you know, and they're such a big part of the franchise and such a big part of Agents of Shield that they couldn't not, they had to, right? Yeah, so well done. Like, like it's just like, uh, you know, oh yeah, we had to, uh, we have, they, they're going to kill this guy because he formed Hydra, and they're going to kill Hydra before it started. But maybe they should let him do it and then create a divergent timeline. So, uh, you know, you know, Marvel have their like um, list of all the different universes. Like, I think the MCU is one nine 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 or something like that. They should now make it two (laughs) zero (laughs) zero 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 zero. This is this is the new timeline.
1: But that wasn't the end of the episode. We have a little epilogue where Enoch goes to check on May and she's not there anymore.
0: No. And this bit. I think is what made me a big fan of Enoch because oh, he's, he uses Adam, that. You trad- need to get caught up. He's I, the I, best. I am. I am. I'm going to, in a week, I'm going to try and watch every single episode of agents of shield ever. But um, <laughs> it was just the fact that he's, he's like Enoch. You had one job. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I thought that was so, uh, pretty cool. So it was, so, yeah,
1: so, so we so, don't know. Uh, we don't know what's up with May right now.
0: Because she was mortally wounded. So take, take wounded. me back slightly. Take me back slightly. How did she get mortally wounded?
1: She was mortally or was that too wounded. Much of a yeah, fighting Iselle, who is the villain of last season.
0: Okay, okay, that's that's good to know. Um,
1: and she's she's very very loosely based on an inhuman character from the Hulk comics, where there are those interesting. People that drank the terigen contaminated water and then like impersonated Mayan gods.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. How it, did it I not like know complete, about these people?
1: It was like a complete, you know, it's like standalone in a whole comic. Uh, and I
0: she's might have very, to read this whole. Very
1: comic. loosely based on one of those characters. What bothers me is I don't know what that green liquid is supposed to be. It can't be super soldier serum because super soldier serum is blue.
0: So I'm trying to think what, what is green in the Marvel universe? <laughs> is that, is that the direction we well, want to go one down? Thing we want to list green, everything but it can't green. Be that. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I, I, my, my first guess was super soldier serum. Um, purely because that kind of, it's the only thing that kind of makes sense, but also the fact that Hydra has it and eh, maybe not. Um, yeah. Unless it is like super soldier serum V 0.1, which would be cool. Let's be honest. Like, could you imagine Super Soldiers in 1930? <laughs> or, or could it even be something like, um, you know, what was the theorem that made Hyde become Hyde? Um, uh, is it something like that? Or, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going for a deep dive because I mean, I'm going back from what I've watched of <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, it's, you know, two and a half seasons missing, but that's the only other thing. I can think of maybe that maybe it is a super soldier serum that ultimately kind of goes down that hide route. Um, or is it like a Terrigen formula or something? Could we have more in humans
1: in the past? Ooh.
0: in the yeah, well, well we know that, um, we know that Quake's mum's kind of place is ex- existed then because That's I mean, true. she was is that she goes, well, she she's goes not all that the way old, but to, probably. Yeah, I mean, she, she was alive uh, uh, quite early in the 20th century, wasn't she? Because there are crossovers uh, in that season with Agent Carter.
1: That's true. Okay.
0: So, but, um, yeah, I, I I do really hope that this this kind of dives into the Agent Carter stuff as well. And I, I, I'm i pretty sure there is a cross, meant to be a crossover with Agent Carter. So, you know, that'd be good to watch. But it's just the time travel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's two Back to the Future. It's not enough Endgame.
1: <laughs> well, at least we then we get to concentrate on the story and uh drawing diagrams of different <laughs> time time streams breaking off.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, but could you imagine if they did literally the back to the future scene where he's like, This is where we are. We went back in time and a new timeline diverged off of it. <laughs> and then he's like, you yeah, know, this happened to me. Um I'm quite back to the future there go and watch that movie i don't want (laughs) to
1: have to start doing a conspiracy wall again to figure out timelines (laughs) for agents of shield
0: that would be brilliant let's let's be honest (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna redecorate my room and include a conspiracy wall um so we can have all of the different conspiracies from the various different comic books and all the different tv shows
1: (laughs) that's what's missing oh man that's what's missing from my Animal Crossing house. I need a conspiracy <laughs> wall.
0: Yes, you, do. you can
1: customize <laughs> those, right? Oh my god, I'm making a conspiracy wall.
0: <laughs> and we're back at <laughs> Animal Crossing, so <laughs> I feel like I feel it's like full circle, full circle on this podcast. <laughs> what do we talk about? Agents of Shield and Animal Crossing, like like normal and and Marvel comics. Okay. Oh dear. <laughs> But, we
1: did it backwards this time, though. We we ended with Animal Crossing.
0: True, we did. Mixing but it up. I, I will. I I am going to say. Uh, although we 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 kind of we didn't do a, a huge synopsis on the actual episode. Very good episode of uh of Agents of Shield. I think if you're like me who hasn't watched it in a couple of seasons, um, <laughs> it's it's potentially not the best jump on point because <laughs> because you're missing quite a considerable amount apparently. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> who are these people
0: <laughs> i okay with came in for agents of shield not chronicoms or whatever it was come on guys um where's ada
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah last time i saw it ghost rider was in it where's ghost rider come on guys um but i mean once you understand who different people are and i did kind of go to lynn and seren just to kind of get me back up to date with everything um it 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 isn't too bad a jumping on point. I mean, if you're interested in real kind of hardcore sci-fi concepts, it's actually a really good episode for that kind of stuff. Um, you know, like I said about the AI becoming semi sentient and all that sort of stuff and trying to understand what the true sense of self is. And I think that's briefly touched upon by Coulson. Um, cause he kind of questions, you know, is Coulson me? Am I Coulson? I'm not him, etc. etc. um, yeah, uh, I, I definitely recommend it. It's like got the Doctor Who, almost Doctor Who referencey sort of bits in there. Um, yeah, definitely worthwhile going to watch
1: and a little bit of a history lesson too.
0: Yes, uh, and and FDR does sound like somebody I really want to you know read about and and learn about because he does sound like a you know true architect of a you know a real change. Which so have we got any good uh, reading recommendations then, Lynn?
1: Let's see. I am currently three quarters of the way through Gideon the Ninth by Tamson Muir. Okay. And it is just fantastic. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's Lesbian Necromancers in Space.
0: Wow. Um
1: Yes, and, and Gideon is awesome.
0: That that sounds like fun. She is hysterical. <laughs> um it, it's
1: sorry. it's like it, it's like a murder mystery fantasy sci-fi story <laughs> that
0: sounds good it's, I it's mean, like
1: everything just rolled up into one
0: yeah yeah that sounds that sounds good fun um
1: it's the first book of a trilogy i think the second one comes out in august and i know it's just going to be torture waiting for the the second one.
0: <laughs> so um one of our our kind of our mutual friends uh set up a trashy romance novel group on facebook um <laughs> which I decided it would be a really, really good idea to join. Um, And the first book that we're going to be reading is called Pestilence. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) basically it's about the four horsemen of the the apocalypse. Um, But Pestilence is like, you know, a horny boy, basically. (laughs) That's, that's literally it. that's the only way I can describe it. Um,
1: Good luck to you, sir.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the other thing is the other thing is, um, so so in this group, I am the only. Uh, I'm one of two males, and I'm the only male that is not a husband of somebody in that group. So, <laughs> so I feel like maybe I'm torturing myself a little bit. <laughs> um. But hey, it's not Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, right? Uh, let the... us know
1: how that, that book goes for you.
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm yet to download it. Um, I will. I'm sure I will read it soon. But um, I've also started Dune. 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 There I, I, I you go. Else. You know, that's good. That's good. Classic sci-fi stuff. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> so, is. I mean, got to get
1: ready for the movie.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's true. Um, my my the book that I've got, the paperback I've got, actually has all of the. So it's got dune children of dune and uh the other one all in it it's the trilogy um i'm only like 20 pages in though that's the really annoying thing i might as well just restart it from scratch i haven't read it in about a week and a half but um from what i did read it's quite uh at the moment i haven't got kind of like to that high concept sci-fi stuff it's it's um it's a bit kind of almost fantasy i guess um but i'm really looking forward to to getting my head into that
1: Yes. There's, there's some epic world building.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, i got a hint of that, but not quite, you know, not quite into it yet. Yeah. So the other book I've been reading it, well, I've been suggested is uh soul for happy, which is by uh, like one of the CFOs of Google. Um, and it's kind of like, it's not quite a self-help book or anything like that, but it's, it's kind of um, how can you equate happiness so and it's kind of got some real basic ideas on how to keep yourself you know keep yourself afloat happy. that sort of thing keep well keep yourself happy but i think more than that <laughs> is kind of keep yourself um yeah yeah happy <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the key thing that's the reason why it exists so um but no, that'd be an interesting book to read
1: let's see solve for happy Re- reprogram your mind
0: yep yeah, okay. it's like mo someone that uh, that that wrote it. So, yeah, so those are our reading recommendations. Um, I guess that's kind of the end of the episode, really, isn't it? Is I mean, we we discussed Agents of Shield. I hope you, every everyone enjoys watching it. Uh, we certainly did. If you have any questions, comments, anything like that, please do send us an email at the show at uh, Our Twitter is at atalanrising one. Yeah, come chat to us, and 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 we'll we'll get back to you as soon as we can, and and keep conversation going Thank you for listening I see you next time.